Okay, so today we start out with a couple of quotes. The first is from Socrates, and he said, "An unexamined life isn't worth living." Yeah. Okay. On the other side of the coin is Robert Fulgham, and he says, "An examined life is no picnic." <laughs> yeah. So, Judy and I love to write. We write by ourselves and with our sidetrack sisters. We like to do legacy writing and come up with blog posts. We also do a lot of journal writing. So today in our conversation, we discuss a variety of reasons why journal writing is so valuable. But perhaps the most important reason is that we write to process current problems and old traumas, so that we see the lessons life offers. We do this processing by following a think-feel-do framework. We begin by freely describing a problem or circumstance, and then getting into the surrounding thoughts and feelings. Then we follow this up with a listing of our actions—you know, how we responded or how we wish we had reacted. It's a valuable strategy to process and consider how you want to move forward. Welcome. This is the Sidetrack Legacies podcast, and I'm your host, Lisa Hoffman. Do you have ideas and thoughts that you'd like to share with your children or grandchildren? Have you learned some life lessons that might help others? If you answered yes to either of these questions, you need to get it down on paper. The world needs your stories, values, wisdom. We call this legacy work. The Sidetrack Sisters have been getting together to write for years, and the topic that we most enjoy writing about is ourselves, who we are, what we've done, and what we believe. Now we want to extend the invitation for others to join us. So grab a notebook, journal, or laptop, and listen in while the Sidetrack Sisters share thoughts and tips on how to uncover, communicate, and preserve your stories. So one more quick thing before we dive into today's episode. Please rate and review the Sidetrack Legacies podcast because it will help others find us. And also, be sure to subscribe or follow us on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to be notified whenever we have a new episode. And now, here we go. Hello, Judy. Hey, Lisa. It's been a whole week. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks. Good. 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 So today. We want to go a little bit. Um, hmm. We want to put our mirrors up today. <laughs> you think? Yes. Yeah, and um, we want to look at how our writing can actually be a mirror. And what I like to say is, writing can be a window into the soul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And. Um, Let's talk a little bit about why we want to do that. Okay. Um, You know, when we were talking about what we wanted to get into today, um, we really were kind of exploring why do you and I like to journal write? And why Mm -hmm. do we think people should journal write? And I was talking a lot about um, the coaching 
that I've been doing with people and mm -hmm. what the role of coaching is and how writing in a journal is similar to life coaching. Mm -hmm. um, when I, as a life coach, meet with somebody and talk with them, my goal is to be a mirror and to show them their thoughts, to show them their brain. And the mm -hmm. way that I do that as a coach is I sit down and first of all, I simply hold space for that person because so often people don't take the time. People oh, their minds get journal. all screwed up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and explore their thoughts. They don't mm -hmm. take the time for themselves to get their ideas out, to be able to even look at them. So my goal is to hold the space and then to speak back to the person what I hear them saying, mm -hmm. to show a person their thoughts mm -hmm. and to do it really um, with an air of curiosity, not like, oh, that's a really bad thought or, oh, that's a really good thought. No um, judgment. Really, no judgment, without judgment. And then to ask that person, you know, where do you want to go with this? What do you think about this? What's coming up for you? Um, what if all the different questions that are available to a coach? And mm -hmm. I think that when you're writing in a journal, it is a form of, it, it can be a tool for self-awareness. Mm -hmm. um, some people have called it self-coaching and I definitely agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, we were talking earlier and I said it can actually, I, I understand the value of therapists. I've been in therapy years back, mm -hmm. but it can almost be like a mini therapy session because for me, sometimes I write something out and I read it back and I had no idea that those thoughts were in my mind. Have you ever had that happen? Exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we sit down and you know, there's maybe something we want to write about, maybe um, an event that happened or a memory that we want to explore more deeply. And we ha don't really know, you know, where we're going to go with this. But mm -hmm. as soon as we sit down, it's like the pen takes over. And yeah. Yeah. And it, it surprised me at first, you know, years back when you and I started in those restaurants, when we were working together at the furniture store, but now it, I don't, I wouldn't say it's an expectation, but it's a common occurrence. So mm -hmm. it's not mm -hmm. a surprise anymore. Mm -hmm. And I think that reflection on ourselves, I'm not saying go backwards, live in the past. I'm saying reflect on what you're dealing with today. Yes. Yes. And I think there are a couple of, there are like parts to how to do that effectively. Uh -huh. And I think the, the steps that I kind of want to talk through here mm -hmm. are, you know, when you want to use your journaling or there's a day that something's going on in your life, there are some steps that you can take to dig a little bit more deeply into what's going on and what, you know, what's coming up for you. Um, and mm -hmm. that is really by writing what's going on. What are your thoughts? How do you feel about that? And then how's, what, what's that? What, you know, what are you doing with that, with that information? What are mm -hmm. you doing with those thoughts and feelings? Um, so you can kind of look at it objectively instead of just being blown around by the wind. Or even where do you want to go with those mm -hmm. feelings? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Those are great questions. So for um, example, you know, to, to kind of start out here, what's going on? I think you can do that in a couple of different ways. 
When you're writing in a journal, you can write about things that are currently going on, um, things that, you know, recent events, whether, you know, there's a, a, a coworker that, um, you know, you work with on a daily basis that has that lemon pucker, that lemon pucker mouth that I, I've recently <clears throat> talked about. Um, I currently work with a person who, oh, who did, um, just the other day, somebody said, oh, you mean she looks like, were you there? I was. Who did she say it looked like? Oh, my goodness. My mind. I can't think. Yeah. yeah. No. And and it, she was a, a, a very um, puckery woman. The word pucker, just that pierced, the pierced lips, the the small. It um, was Michelle that said it. And it was, yeah. was it a teacher? No, it wasn't a teacher. It was like somebody famous. Hmm. I, I because it might have been an actor, and I don't know actors very well, so I wouldn't know okay. the name. Can't anyway, help you. It, it kind of a a busybody kind of <laughs> uh, small statured, um, yeah, with glasses, um, just very. Um, I guess the word would be close minded. Just, and negative, yes. Mm -hmm. um, somebody who you, you're never going to be able to please this person. Mm -hmm. Anyway, mm -hmm. so maybe you want to write about a current event or circumstance in your life that's going on. Or you could also look at something from ancient history, something from your childhood or something, a memory that you that you want to explore more deeply. Mm -hmm. Or something that you're finding that's repeating itself. Mm -hmm. You know, I think those can be valuable. If you see the same thing occurring over and again, that mirror becomes incredibly important because I've always tried to tell myself, if somebody's treating me poorly, look in the mirror. Mm. How are my treating And you know, that's one of now? the reasons why I stayed married to Tom for so long, my first mm -hmm. husband was because I had heard that statement that, mm -hmm. you know, if you don't deal with your problems now in your relationship, you're just doomed to repeat that, that event, that circumstance, that habit in your next relationship. And that's exactly. the last thing that I wanted to do was right. to move into a new relationship with my old baggage. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I think that was very wise. Mm -hmm. And I think it helped you a lot more than it helped Tom, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm so, just saying. So, you know, after in your writing, you kind of write down what is or was going on. Um, I think the next step is to really write down what you think about that event. What or how you thoughts? feel about it. Well, what that's the next part. That's, that's the, the next, next part. part. Okay, so yeah. think first and feel second. Mm -hmm. And okay. I think those are two distinct things. Yes, they are. When you talk are. about, you know, thinking about an event or a circumstance or um, something that's currently going on, you know, just stating the facts is good, but your thoughts are really what give it its depth and really mm -hmm. kind of um, give you the direction for how, how, how it affects you. Because mm -hmm. circumstances and events, a woman with the puckery lips, you know, she's pretty neutral, actually. Her mm -hmm. by herself and the way she talks and deals in this company is 
is the way it is. Some mm-hmm. people find her annoying. Some people find her very productive and a, and a great worker. You know, <laughs> she's got other qualities like predictability. <laughs> she is always there. She is there on time. She you can she can can count on her. So just because there are some things that maybe don't appeal, there are other qualities that other people might find and find more valuable in her than her um, personality as a coworker. Her quirks. Her quirks. Yes. All got those. So it's it's really the thoughts about what's going on that give you the juice to work mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. in terms of where you're going to go next. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can understand that. And then, yeah, the where do you want to go with that, I think, is critically important. And I think too often, you know, people will say, well, I'm just telling, they'll they'll speak this, and they'll say, well, I'm just telling it to you. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, as you're telling it to me, you're hearing it yourself, then uh-huh. where do you want to go with this? Uh-huh. What do you want to do next? Mm-hmm. You know, what does that mean for you? Yes. And, and I, I think-, think what it means is going to also be governed by how it makes you feel. And that is the next step in the evaluation process or in taking a memory or an event to the next level in Uh learning from it, growing from it, moving on from it or moving on with it. Um, Because I think, and you and I talked about this just briefly before this podcast, we do, if not everything, so many things in our life from the viewpoint of how we want to feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it uh, the example that I used was, you know, you don't want a car, a particular, maybe an expensive car, because it's the most, the smartest thing for you to have. For example, I always wanted a convertible. Okay. When I was a kid, there was a commercial of a woman driving in a, what's the name of the car? An Remember? MG. An MG, a little MG through these rolling hills of somewhere with an old English sheepdog in her side passenger seat. Mm. And I can remember ever since then, it was like, I wanted a convertible. Now, here in Wisconsin, a convertible isn't probably the most practical car on the planet. <laughs> Do you think? Huh? You know? Um, yeah, you're not. I mean, first of all, a convertible, it looks great. It feels like um, freedom. It feels, I mean, it's sporty. Now, I'm getting into the feelings here. Are you following this? You mm-hmm. feel um, young. You feel adventuresome. Mm-hmm. You don't exactly. think about the fact that your hair is going to be a disaster when you get out of this convertible, nope. right? You don't think about the the you know taking up and down the roof, or if you've got a hard top, taking that on and off, and organizing somebody to come over and help you with the details of that. Or, or if you're out having a nice, wonderful drive, and all of a sudden it starts raining, <laughs> you're going to get wet. So, you know, the people say, I want a convertible, you know, because I like that kind of car. No, you want a convertible because of the way it's going to make you perceive it's going to make you feel. That's right. Right. That's absolutely right. Why do men going through their midlife crisis want to buy a red Corvette? 
because, because it's going to it... make them feel young, sexy, yeah, mm -hmm. exciting, attractive. Like they've got the world by the ass. Like they're they've they've achieved something, right? Exactly. Isn't yep. that the the connotations? The different mm -hmm. things in our in our um, communities, you know, give us or develop in our brains. Sure, absolutely, so, I agree. Yeah, really identifying those feelings and feelings are not easy to identify. Um, mm -hmm. I found that out when we were going through um, some family therapy a couple of years ago. Um, we had to just even name feelings, mm -hmm. like come up with as many names of feelings as we could come up with mm -hmm. happy, sad, angry, you know, mm -hmm. it was crazy getting mm -hmm. into the nuances of different feelings was not as easy as it sounds. No, I agree. I agree. Because you have to, before you can name them, you have to recognize them. Mm -hmm. And before you reflect on them and really think them through or write them down, you really don't know. Yeah, because I think, you know, at, at, the, when was the last time you received any education on feelings? <laughs> I don't think ever. Well, you know... You know me, I'm an avid reader, so I've, mm -hmm. I've read a lot about feelings, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but active education, no, no, not mm -hmm. so much, you know. Um, and I think we, when we can get away with it, a lot of times we deny our feelings, Yes. but you can't deny things when you're writing it down mm -hmm. because it's right there in mm -hmm. black and white. Mm -hmm. How many times have you heard someone say, oh, I didn't say that or. That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. Well, mm -hmm. if you write it down, it's right there. Yeah. If that's what yeah. you said. If you didn't mean it, then you maybe need to explain that. But, you know, yeah, if your feeling isn't something that you feel good about, you may try to, if you just articulate it, it doesn't give it the depth. It doesn't the have the impact. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so then the next thing, so I think it's really fun and valuable in our writing sometime to do this, this, um, it's, I guess what we're kind of getting into is we're getting into a strategy for self-awareness mm -hmm. and it starts out with, you know, talking about a situation or a memory of what's going on. Mm -hmm. Then what are the thoughts about that, that event mm -hmm. talking about how it makes you feel mm -hmm. and then kind of doing a little exploration of. So what, what do I do? What do I do when this kind of thing happens? What are mm -hmm. my responses? Or mm -hmm. what are the things that I'm not doing? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that can also give us a, a real um, interesting nuance mm -hmm. into how we uh, operate as people and, you know, what... Um, how this body, how this, how we respond and react to things that might be surprising. Well, and I think it goes back to the old saying that we can't help the things that happen to us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We can't really do anything about them. They are, and, right. and they are going to happen. But we, what we can do is we can control the way we respond to them. 
Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and that actually, the way we respond to them will, in my opinion, and you have to correct me as a coach, that sets the consequences, you know, the reaction to what happened. Well, I think it, we don't necessarily use the the what am I doing to course correct. I think it goes back even farther. I think it goes back to, okay, here's what's going on. Here are my thoughts. Here's how I feel about it. Here's how, you know, I react and respond to it. How do I want to think about this? How do I want to feel about this? Mm-hmm. And that's the place where the course correction can happen. It's like, mm-hmm. okay. you know, with me talking about that coworker with the, with the lip, the lemon pucker mouth, mm-hmm. um, I can look at her and think she is really annoying mm-hmm. or I can look at her and say, you know, you do you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I'm going to do me and it's all good. And or you can she... say, boy, she sure is good at showing up every day on time. And you can look at the 80% instead of the 20% mm-hmm. that all of us have it. All, or I can, all... or I can choose to focus on the 20% and ignore the 80%. Yeah. <laughs> right. You can do that. Yep. Yeah. A lot of people do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and... I don't like that person. Well, if they really got into why they didn't like them, mm-hmm. You know, they would have a very small percentage based on the things that maybe are good things about that person. Or, yeah. So it's definitely um, being able to look at a situation and alter your perception in a meaningful and mindful way. Right? Well said. I agree. (laughs) 100%. (laughs) Oh, so, and I mean, this is fun. And it's, you know, it's a little... I think it's something valuable that you can do in journaling. And it's Mm -hmm. also something you can do like um, when I get together with you and coach you. And Mm -hmm. so I, I received my um, coaching certification a little over a year ago now. And Mm -hmm. I've been having so much fun coaching people on exactly this kind of stuff. And And you're so good at it. You're really good at it. You know, as a person who's received your coaching, I'm amazed because I feel that I have a good sense of self-awareness. But when we coach together, something always comes out that somehow got buried in the minutiae in the brain. Some happens where a coach is the the mirror is that much clearer, I suppose. You got the Windex out and scrubbed <laughs> it up a little bit. You know, we've all got mirrors like that. Call me Mine's... the Windex coach. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> there exactly. you go. Clear up that mirror. Um, I think that's exactly right. And I think that's the real value of coaching is that it, it digs just a little, just enough deeper that you can improve on that reflection. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what's really exciting is I think people who use journaling are so open to coaching and Mm -hmm. so um, open to using the tools to reflect on their lives Mm -hmm. and look at what's going on to, to have this be the best experience it can be to live, to to live the lives we want to live. Well, and when you're receiving coaching, I think you start at a different place. You don't have to start at the beginning because you've already done the journaling, you've already done the writing, you've already looked at yourself, you know, in these different areas. And so you can start at a, at a point where you're more open to receiving 
your own feelings that are exposed. Mm-hmm. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? I, I'm yep. kind of stretching here. Yeah, but... what you're saying, I guess, in a nutshell is you've already had a little bit of practice in mm-hmm. you know looking at your life and not being so attached to your initial perception. You're more mm-hmm. open to going, huh, I never thought of it that way before. Who knew? Who'd have thunk? Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, so and you know what? That's a good feeling. I mean, it's a good mm-hmm. feeling. It's like when you learn something about yourself, that's the best of anything, because then you're free to say, okay, but I like that about myself. I'm going to mm-hmm. keep it. Or you can say, you know, with just a little tweak, mm-hmm. I could look at things just a bit differently. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. my choice. Yes. Yes. And so you can do that through using journaling as a coaching tool for yourself Mm -hmm. and, or maybe you want to get together with me and get coached. (laughs) Hey, I I vote for that. It's a great, a great experience. So yeah, it's, it's been really fun. I've done so much coaching that um, has been rewarding to see the changes in people and just, it's so much fun being a coach. It was Mm -hmm. so exciting to find the the next step in my life journey that felt so right on target. Mm-hmm. I was one of those people that um, I've and I've written about this before. I never knew what I wanted to be or do when I grew up. Mm-hmm. And when I discovered life coaching, it was like all the bells and whistles went off. Mm-hmm. And I found the thing that I could do that utilized the skills that I had mm-hmm. and move me forward in a way that just felt so perfect. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, and what's the old saying? If you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah. You know, and I think that is very valid. I think that's cool. very valid. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Jay, I think we're going to wrap things up here. I was going to say, I think we're just about at that point. It feels right. It does. So right now we are, um, in the process of getting together on a regular basis every morning at six o'clock and yeah. doing our 30 day journaling journey, uh-huh. that has been so much fun. So if mm-hmm. our listeners haven't, or, or watchers, since this is on YouTube also, if you haven't um, gone to um, our YouTube channel, Sidetrack Sisters, and been a part of our 30 day journaling journey, the challenge, I definitely recommend you doing that. Tune in. It doesn't have to be the whole 30 days. I mean, at this point, we're on day um, 17 we did today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're a little, a day, two days past half, but you still are going to find value just in doing the last part. Mm-hmm. So, Or if you want to get coached, just uh, send me a message in, um, DM me, direct message me, and we can get together and we can talk about, um, I can kind of uh, walk you through a coaching session and show you what coaching's like, see if it's a good fit and we can move on from there. That's would be fun too. I love it. Awesome. Good, good words, good words for thought. So <laughs> cool. Okay. Love you, Judy. Love we'll you too, see Lisa. you next week. See you next week. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, everyone, if you enjoyed this podcast, you've got to come over to Sidetrack Sisters and join our membership. 
it's a year-long program that gives you writing topics and encouragement for your own legacy project. We will provide guidance and support as you record your thoughts and stories over the course of 52 weeks. Then, at the end of the year, we will publish your writing in a beautiful keepsake book. So, join us at SidetrackSisters.com. We'd love to inspire you to look at your own life, tap into your memories, find the wisdom, and write it down as a legacy for your loved ones. Until next time, take care.